This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio today with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Mayor Margaret Miller is away today. Mississippi is no stranger to the movie business, and many now famous actors and actresses call Mississippi their home. We'll hear about the star-studded movie The Help that was filmed in Greenwood in parts of Jackson, I believe, and now has a tour in Greenwood. Uh, Daniel Lewis will talk about a movie being filmed on the coast. Uh, the Magnolia Film Festival is coming soon as well. We'll t- talk about that. And uh, we'll speak with Cynthia Goodlow-Palmer, who's going to tell us about the city of Canton, its significance in African-American history, and some of the movies Canton is well-known for. You can give us a call this morning and let us know what made-in-Mississippi movies are your favorite. If there is a movie uh, that has been based in Mississippi that you can think of that is your favorite, call us at 877-MPB-RING. If you have a, a favorite homegrown actor or actress uh, of Mississippi, that you'd like to highlight this morning. 877-672-7464 is the number. That's 877-MPB-RING. And in in addition, if you want to let us know about any local events going on in your part of town uh, this weekend, call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Kamel. Thanks for being in today. We appreciate it. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. Now, I'll tell you one event that I am really excited excited about uh, tonight that I am going to. She was on the show last week. Uh, I think Sam is going as well. He's very excited. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait for this. Yes, the Mississippi Light Festival ah. is going to be uh, tonight. Starts at 6. And uh, we had Anik on last week and she was just telling us about this is the first festival of its kind to be in Mississippi. It's wow. really high tech. Um, it's supposed to kind of have a, a STEM feel to it. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're talking about science, technology, engineering, all those things are, are going to be uh, on display and in, entangled in all of the events tonight. So I'm really excited about the Mississippi Life Festival. Uh, is this something that you have heard of, uh, Camille? I have never heard about it. Where, where wow. is it going to be? It's going to be at the Arts Center, I believe. Is that right, Sam, at the uh, Mississippi? Yes, it's going to be everywhere uh, tonight downtown. It's going to be at the Arts Center. It's going to be at the, pl- the Planetarium. Uh, it's going to be at the Art Museum, the little art, uh, you know, thing outside at the Mississippi Art Museum. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah, wow. the art garden in that area. I've got to go. Yeah, yeah. So just hearing about some of the things that are, that are going to be there, uh, light displays, there's going to be some things that will be interactive as well. So yeah. for the kids, for the adults, and uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, Anik was saying that it's something that, that is really, really big in Europe and in other countries, and uh, it's going to be right here in Mississippi. So this is a, a great thing for us that Mississippi Light Festival starts at 6, and uh, they're going to have after parties, so it's going to be like an all night event they'll have food and all kind of things so Beautiful. i'm looking forward to that yeah. all night lights and food that yes. sounds like my type of thing right now you are probably still on a high from being in la at the uh, grammy museum tell us about that experience yes indeed that was such a wonderful event uh and so great for mississippi uh visit mississippi we traveled out there mary margaret and i and uh craig ray from visit mississippi uh and represented with Mississippi Night at the L.A. Grammy Museum during Grammy Week. And because Mississippi's heritage and music and our amount of Grammy Award winners and nominees and Lifetime Achievement Award winners, 
the Recording Academy has blessed Mississippi, which is what the only state that they have allowed to do anything outside of the Grammy telecast. And this mm-hmm. was the eighth year where there's a night at the L.A. Grammy Museum right there on Olympic Boulevard, down the street from the Staples Center. It, it was beautiful. Uh, it featured performances by the three Grammy nominees in the traditional blues category. We had Vasti Jackson, who is absolutely awesome. In yes, a, he is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a Mississippi dignitary for sure. Uh, Bobby Rush and Luther Dickinson from the North Mississippi All-Stars featuring Charday And uh, Steve Azar uh, closed the show with the Kings, uh, the Kings men who were B.B. King's blues uh uh, his his band uh, mm-hmm. before he passed. Mm-hmm. So it was star studded. Uh, everybody just did absolutely wonderful. Vasti killed it. Bobby Rush, you know, he's just the smoothest guy ever. And yeah, he then, actually won a Grammy. Then he um, went on to get the Grammy. Yeah, I was on Facebook and I, all of a sudden I saw this video just being shared hundreds of times. And yeah. it was Bobby Rush's Grammy speech. And he was talking about how many albums he had recorded, how many songs he had done. And just to see him in front of that huge Grammy audience, it yes. was very, very special and a very, very proud moment. So did he perform uh, somewhere while you guys were in L.A.? He performed at at the event, uh, at the Mississippi Night. All three of them performed. Uh, and, and like I said, and then Steve R. closed the show out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audience, it was standing room only, totally packed it out with an overflow crowd. Randy Jackson was there. Just yeah. uh, Dr. Benjamin Wright, just... So many different people, but it was beautiful for Mississippi. So, did you were you able to act like a star, or were you kind of acting like a, a groupie? Somebody? No, we were working. Mary Margaret okay. and I were working the the check in table. We it was you know boots on the ground, but it was truly enjoyable, and everybody just had a great spirit that night. Great L.A. weather. Uh, it, it was awesome. So you would say that the spirit of Mississippi is present in L.A. because a lot of us, when we think about L.A., uh, well, for me at least, uh, I kind of <laughs> fantasize about, about it. it. It's a place that kind of almost seems like uh, it, it's unreal, uh, you know, when I think about Hollywood and all those big stars. But you would say that, that people were welcoming to Mississippi and what we, you know, bring to the table? You would not believe uh, how much they embrace it, how much they revere our state and our resources the the whole crowd were was i would say 85 to 90% of a LA crowd mm-hmm. and the VIP lists were coming in up until the last minute you had people coming off the street who didn't even RSVP it, it truly attracted a lot of uh, attention out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interested in our culture. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And, and since I have you here, I'm going to try to tie this all in. So, Kamel, your father is Lee King, who uh, once... That's my man. Yes, who worked with James Brown for a while. Uh, they recently did a, a, a biopic on James Brown here. It was called Get On Up. I know lots of people, uh, close counterparts who were in the movie, um, and your dad actually got to work one-on-one with James Brown. And another part of your dad's uh, history and legacy, if you will, is black gold. Yes. And uh, black gold is about to be resurrected here in the city of Jackson. So uh, could you talk for a moment a little bit about 
what Black Gold was, its impact, and why your dad decided to resurrect Most definitely. It. You know I'm just cheesing ear to ear yes. talking about that, that man <laughs> right there. That's my best friend. Uh, but Black Gold was a Southeastern dance show that was somewhat like an American bandstand or Soul Train spinoff uh, mm. that he hosted and, and founded. Uh, it aired on WLBT NBC for 21 years and ran at the top... Uh, uh, the top of his ratings, and it was just purely a fun dance show where it was uh, artist cameos and uh, just purely the up-to-date music and allowing all the kids and grown folks to dance for, uh, you know, all of the public to see every Saturday right, you know, after the cartoons. Mm -hmm. So it was iconic, and it went away for uh, once he retired it after 21 years, but now he is bringing it back, and it's called Lee King's Black Gold Dance Club. Okay. And it's going to be for all of the people, 25 and up, the grown folks who <laughs> don't want to go to the club and hear all the rap and, you know, all the smoke and all the young kids, and they want to dance <laughs> somewhere where they can just cut loose dance to all of the greatest hits from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, uh, dance floor, drinks, food, and it's going to be at the Next Level Experience at the Metro Center Mall uh, next Saturday, March 4th, starting at 9 p.m., and it's going to go all the way until 2 a.m., so bring your oxygen tanks, bring your dance <laughs> shoes. You oxygen get, tanks. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a true experience. And you can also uh, order VIP tables uh, uh, by calling Tamika at 601-699-3123, but it's going to be great next next Saturday. Now, is there any kind of footage on Black Gold? I remember my mom was a dancer on Black Gold back she in the was. day. She was? Yeah, I heard yeah. that. And I remember kind of like being, I think she brought me with her one night. If I'm not mistaken, she brought me with her one night and she was dancing. A little dancer. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> uh, but to, to, to hear that this event, something that, that was going for 21 years, that's not a short amount of time for not an either. event to be uh, up and going. Uh, so I, I am really, really excited to hear about that. You know, you, you said cut loose, which is a really uh, old folk term but i think it's yeah. interesting that it's 25 and older um because maybe folks folks you know in, in a particular age range don't feel like there is a place for them it's anymore not. you know people really don't dance the last time i went to what well, was considered a, a club everybody was just standing around drinking looking drinking, at each looking other, at each other. Like, exactly. this is so weird <laughs> yeah it's so weird so this is going to be the the soul train vibe uh kind of brought back definitely the the black gold vibe is mm -hmm. going to be off the chain going to do it. Uh, we need everybody to come out this Saturday. It does well. It's going to start being a every week event, either on a Friday or Saturday. So Now, can your dad still dance? What? <laughs> he kills it. I'm the one that can't dance. Oh, okay, I oh, got you. He cut a rug. He's still out dance. Anybody. That's interesting. Did he ever battle James Brown, your dad? I don't think he had the, those type of cojones. <laughs> yeah, that, but, but he definitely could hold a candle. Right, right. Okay, well, that that's very good to hear. Uh, well, as I mentioned today we're going to be uh talking about kind of the the movie culture in mississippi uh just mentioned get on up was a, a movie that was was filmed here uh, used a lot lots of local musicians uh, to be a part of that movie uh we'll also hear about the help tour uh, that was one of the movies that was filmed in in greenwood not long ago uh, and cynthia goodlow palmer is going to join us shortly to talk about canton and uh its significance that that city uh the african-american history significance there and some of the movies that were were made in canton we'll also hear about uh, Mississippi River Shark, which is something been being filmed on the coast, and the Magnolia Film Festival is coming up soon.
Uh, but each week this year, we'll look at MPB's series, A Thread Through Time, and speak about the topic covered in this week's one-minute documentary as we celebrate the bicentennial. So uh, let's take a listen to this week's installment. Many of today's most famous actors call Mississippi home. In fact, you may see a few of them at the Academy Awards. One of America's finest and most beloved actors, Morgan Freeman, lives in Charleston. Emmy, Golden Globe, and Tony winner James Earl Jones comes from Arca Butler. Then there's Celia Ward and Diane Ladd, both from Meridian. Channing Tatum from Pascagoula, Tignataro from Pas Christiane, Tania Stewart from Greenwood, Parker Posey from Laurel, and Tate Ellington from Madison. Anjanou Ellis and Brandy Norwood both grew up in Macomb. And Gerald McCraney is Collins's favorite son. And of course, there's Kosciuszko's own Oprah Winfrey. Like our literature and music, acting is yet another creative way that our small state makes a big impression. This has been Mississippi, a thread through time. All right. Uh, so that is, is, is pretty impressive, um, you know, just to hear about all the actors and actresses. Wow. Um, and, and I got a, a chance to interview Anjanou Ellis, and you'd be surprised, like, how down-to-earth folks are. I yeah. mean, they'll leave and go do these big Hollywood movies, but they really, really consider Mississippi home. And yes, I indeed. think I think that is just uh, a great thing for us, that, that people leave, but they come back and, yeah. you know, contribute and, and do things and cultivate things here in Mississippi because they, they realize uh, how rich the culture is here and how important it is to maintain it. She's definitely been a soldier for Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Morgan Freeman's uh, Ground Zero. Yeah. Uh, so he's connected to us, and, and lots of great blues musicians come through there uh, because I've heard that if, if you don't play Ground Zero, then some You're people don't even authentic. consider you right. legitimate. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. right. Well, you can catch the next installment of A Thread Through Time Sunday night at 6.59 p.m. on MPB TV. And if you miss it there, you can find it and all previous episodes on our website at mpbonline.org. Uh, so we're going to get ready to take a quick break, and we'd love to hear from you today, listeners. Are there any made-in-Mississippi movies that you would consider your favorite? Uh, do you have a favorite actor or actor or actress uh, that is born, homegrown here to Mississippi uh, that you'd like to say is your favorite. Call us 877-MPB-RING. What Mississippi-made movies are your favorite? 877-672-7464 is the number. Or you can send an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. Additionally, if you'd like to let us know about any local events coming up in your area this weekend, something you'd like to let other Mississippians know about, call us 877-672-7464. 7464 or email next stop at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. Support for MPB comes from Ridgeland, Mississippi Fine Arts Festival, April 1st and 2nd at the Renaissance at Colony Park, with fine art and live entertainment, featuring the Sante South Wine Festival and Oboe Tandem Cycling Rally. Details at RidgelandArtsFest.com. For moments in black history, we highlight Mamie Teal, the mother of Emmett Teal, who was murdered in Mississippi on August 28, 1955, at the age of 14. 
for being accused of inappropriate behavior with a white woman. With courage and strength, Mamie Till insisted that her son have an open casket funeral. The pictures of Emmett Till's badly beaten body helped spark the civil rights movement throughout the country. We salute Mamie Till for her courage. This has been MPB's Moments in Black History. MPB Think Radio goes off the beaten path with diverse perspectives and award-winning content, attracting an audience who appreciate honesty and value. Sound familiar? Reach your target audience with an MPB underwriting credit. For more information, go to mpbonline.org. to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send us an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Mary Margaret Miller is away today. Mississippi is no stranger to the movie business and many now famous actors and actresses call Mississippi their home. We'll hear about the star-studded movie The Help that was filmed in Greenwood and parts of Jackson and now has a tour in Greenwood. Also, Daniel Lewis will talk with us about a movie being filmed on the coast. It's called Mississippi River Shark. Uh, no pun intended. I mean, I know it's on the coast. <laughs> I don't think there are any sharks on the coast. I would hope not. Uh, also, the Magnolia Film Festival is coming soon. And uh, we're going to speak in just a moment with Cynthia Goodlow-Palmer about the city of Canton, its significance in uh, African-American history, and some of the movies that Canton is known for. And you can give us a call today. We'd love for you to join the conversation and let us know what is your favorite Made in Mississippi movie. If there's a movie uh, that you've heard of that was based in Mississippi, uh, partly filmed in Mississippi, and you'd like to, to let us know what your favorite is, we'd love to hear from you. Do you have a favorite actor or actress that's from Mississippi? You can give us a call at 877-672-7464. Currently, all our lines are open. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well if you want to let us know about any local events that were uh, that are going on in your area this weekend. 877-672-7464 or email next time at mpbonline.org. All right, Camille, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you, do you have a favorite Mississippi actor or actress? Ooh. <laughs> you know, I would probably have to say Morgan Freeman because that man mm. is so versatile. Mm-hmm. And when he has played big positions like playing God and, and the president he, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's probably role I would have said no to. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who can you know, pull that off. Right. But it's amazing to me how many movies and reality TV shows and, and productions that are going on in Mississippi. I mean, with the tax incentive, you know, the uh, tax credit that you get and mm-hmm. the whole incentive for uh, the film uh, from the film commission, it's amazing. But it took me coming to visit Mississippi and being down the hall from Ward 
Emmeling and the film commission and seeing all of the scripts that come in. Right. It's crazy. It is. And, I, and I, you know, it's no surprise to me why Mississippi is, is chosen as a place to, to do a lot of these movies, uh, because to some degree, many would say that we have a, a, a very warm vibe here mm-hmm. in the state. I mean, some of our um, some of our, our neighborhoods, when you think about somewhere like, like Natchez, uh, and those historic homes and places where the scene is already set, you know, in some of these other states, you have to create a scene and, and build yeah. uh, a set for the movie to work. But and somewhere like Natchez, the set is already prepared for yes, you. Indeed. So pretty much all you have to do is come and 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 act, and everything else right. is, is already prepared for you. And I've also heard uh, from some people uh, how hospitable that yes. Mississippi is. Uh, they love the food. They leave Mississippi thinking about our, our soul food and, and different things that they can just carry with them for a long time. So, I mean, that's uh, awesome for us uh, to be a state like this that is so uh, favorable uh, you know, toward movies and things like that. Yes, indeed. They always want to come back because, you know, they've worked with all of the buttholes in the industry and then they uh, come yeah. here and they're that, Thank you for saying buttholes. I appreciate that. Not not the other word. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Not. <laughs> uh, well, we have a, a caller on the line. I think uh, Cynthia is almost here, but we have a caller on the line. Uh, Katrina, Katrina is on the line and has a comment about my question about your favorite made in Mississippi movie. Uh, 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation or let us know who is your favorite actor or actor actress from Mississippi. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. Uh, Katrina, good morning to you. What's your comment for us today? Uh, yes, my favorite movie filmed in Mississippi is A Time to Kill. Okay. My favorite actor from Mississippi is Morgan Freeman. And I also wanted to mention that I was born in Augusta, Georgia, and my son was also the home of James Brown. And uh, my son inherited one of James Brown's children, baby strollers. Of course, this was back in the wow. 70s. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and the song, um, oh, my goodness, my mind just went blank. Uh, the song, I Feel Good, is the best dance song ever. You are correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with you on that. Uh, so tell us why Morgan Freeman is your favorite actor. Oh, he is just so versatile. And uh, my favorite movie with him, oh, my goodness, I can't think of the name. Uh, there are so many. The Prisoner. The Prisoner uh, Shawshank Redem- Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Just fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, he is He is just so versatile. And I've also heard things he said about Mississippi and about Mississippi being his home. And he's just a class act. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Katrina, for calling in. And, uh, you know, kudos to your son who got to inherit yes, indeed. a James Brown thing. Uh, thank you, Katrina. We appreciate you calling in. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, Sue is on the line, wants to let us know about her favorite made in Mississippi movie. Good morning to you, Sue. What do you have for us today? Hi. I was channel surfing uh, three weeks ago. And in the middle of the night, there was this movie filmed in Mississippi starring Robert Duvall. I cannot remember it for the name of. I cannot remember the name of the movie, but uh, Robert Duvall was this. Maybe somebody out there will know the movie that I'm talking about. Okay. He he was a simple-minded man living alone, and this woman ran away from her husband, who was abusive to her, and he kept her there with him and took care of her until she gave birth, and then uh, he she died after childbirth, and he was going to take the baby and raise as as his own, and then her family 
his family, her husband's family came and took the baby when the baby was just a few years old. And it, then he went back to being recluse. He just, he, he lost the woman he loved and the baby that he loved. And so I cannot remember, but it was heartbreaking. It was filmed in Mississippi. It was black and white. It was so dreary looking. Wow. Okay, I'm going to try to figure that one out, or maybe our listeners can help us out. So this is a movie uh, starring Robert Duvall. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, sounds like an interesting storyline. Sue, thank okay. you so much. We appreciate you calling. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Uh, James is in Water Valley. wants to let us know about his favorite uh, Made in Mississippi movie. Good morning to you, James. What do you have for us? Oh, I was going to tell you that my favorite Made in Mississippi movie was Home from the Hill. Home from the Hill? Uh-huh. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Camille, what about you? I haven't. It was part of the film in, uh, in Oxford and then uh, some over in the Delta. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Uh, Vin- Vincent Manelli directed it. Oh, nice. Uh, Robert Mitchum and Eleanor Parker were the, in the leading roles. Wow. And, uh, the, and, the, and the reason I like it so much is because the second leading role, uh, female role, was Lawana Patton. Ah, okay. You've probably never heard of her, but she was a little girl in a movie made back in about 1948 or 49, uh, Song of the South. Yeah, now Home from the Hill is like it was made in the in the 60s, like 1960, right? Uh, released in a, a film mostly in 1959, but the Oxford part was. All right, yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. I was born like 30 years later. But uh, thank you so much for your call, James. We really appreciate it. Uh, Maybe some folks will go back and watch some of these movies. You never know. All right, we appreciate it. 877-MPB-RING if you want to let us know about your favorite made-in-Mississippi movies. Uh, But we have our special guest in the studio right now, Cynthia Goodlow-Palmer is with us, and we're going to talk a little bit about the city of Canton and uh, its uh, significance in African-American history and some of the things they have coming up. Good morning to you, Cynthia. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, and thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Well, and you it's know, a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. I'm a fan of you. Yeah, we've been Facebook friends forever, but now we get to meet in person. Absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to hear about, um, you know, the, the African-American significance of the city of Canton. Um, I know it was a, a, a haven during the Civil Rights Movement. Um, could you just talk a little bit about that significance and some of the important things that, that uh, well, how... Canton was important during the Civil Rights Movement? Well, Canton was a hotbed uh, during the Civil Rights Movement. There's so many things that uh, took place uh, in Canton, um, and I'm honored to be the daughter of the first African-American female uh, that was elected to public office since Reconstruction in 1968. Flonzie Goodlow, a mother of a single parent of three children decided to run for the position of election commissioner. And she was inspired to do that because when she went to register to vote uh, at that time, she had to pull out a question out of a cigar box and answer. That particular question was, what was habeas corpus? Mm -hmm. And she had no idea what that was. And so she failed that test the first time. And so she decided that the next time she took the test, she was going to be uh, more informed about the Constitution. And so the next time she took that test, she went she went and pulled out the exact same question weeks later. And she did know the answer to that particular question. And she vowed at that particular time that she was going to run for the office of that particular gentleman. Not only did she run for office, but she again became the first female, first African-American female to be elected to public office in Canton, Mississippi. So Canton has endured some turbulent times. Of course, you know that the march against fear with James Meredith came through Canton at that particular time. And uh, there was a a tear gas and a lot of the persons there were just heavily involved in the civil rights movement. So Canton played an important role in the civil rights movement and it continues to do so today. 
Yeah, so with that, uh, you know, the continuation today, uh, what are some things that have been preserved to kind of reflect on uh, its its uh, African-American history? Are there some museums or things that people can visit? Uh, yeah, there are some great museums there. There's the Freedom House. Uh, Mr. Um, Glenn Cotton preserved and has restored the Freedom House that was used by many of the workers, the Freedom Riders, back in the 1960s. So that has been preserved and has been turned into a beautiful museum. Also, you have the Canton Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, Museum has just uh, been um, refurbished and it's now available. So there are a lot of different uh, cultural activities and cultural um, uh, things going on in Canton. Mm-hmm. Well, Cynthia, tell us about the uh, Multicultural Center. And that's exactly the one that I'm talking about. The Canton Multicultural Center um, was, again, refurbished and restored, and you've got a lot of historical artifacts in that particular museum. You've got uh, things uh, of Sister Thea Bowman, who was the first black nun to come to Canton. As mm. a matter of fact, I don't want to date myself, but I remember when Sister Thea came to Holy Child Jesus School. I was a student there at that particular time. So you've got some of her artifacts. Wow. You've got some artifacts of Mr. Jesse Prime who uh, just recently donated his guitar. And then you've got a wall, a legacy wall of many individuals who participated in the civil rights movement there. So I want to invite everybody to come to Canton to see those, both of those museums. Yes, indeed. Well, Canton has definitely been getting a lot of uh, film industry and and movies and and all types of stuff like that going on. Tell us more about that and how that's flourishing in Canton. Well, for those listeners that don't know, the movie A Time to Kill was filmed in Canton and uh, that was that kind of put Canton on the mark in terms of being a movie capital. My dog Skip was filmed there, and other movies, um, you know, were filmed in Canton. So Canton is really, I think, kind of at the forefront. And I like to say that because I'm from Canton, but it's at the forefront uh, in, in terms of movies being filmed in the South. Wow. So, so why do you think uh, Canton is a place that is, um, you know, conducive to filmmaking? Well, if you've ever been to Canton, if you look at the the historic square, uh, stores around that particular uh, historic square kind of give you that old vintage feel. Mm -hmm. And so that's what a lot of the filmmakers are looking for, authenticity. And uh, you've got a lot of other historical places that still remain in Canton. And so when filmmakers are looking for, you know, authentic places to film, uh, they come to Canton. When I travel, it's amazing to me how many people know where Canton is. Really? And they say, uh, yeah, I know about Jackson. What about Canton? And, and maybe they have family from there. But with the films that you guys have had there and, and uh, so much going on, have you seen that it has affected tourism and people coming from outside of the city and outside of the state? Absolutely. Again, in not just the film industry, but you know that Canton has one of the largest flea markets uh, in the country. So yes. twice a year in, Mar- in May and in October, people come from all over the world just to come to the flea market. And so in addition to the film industry, you've got the flea market, you've got the cultural uh, aspects, and then you've got the mu- the music. Right. Uh, you've got the, uh, a rich history in terms of gospel music coming out of Canton. And right. that's something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. Uh, well, you have a flyer in hand. Is there an, an event coming up that you'd like to talk about? Yes. Uh, in 2004, when I relocated uh, back to, to Mississippi from Ohio, I started an organization, the Canton Gospel Music Association. And one of our prime um, reasons for starting this organization was, was that uh, we wanted to be able to help students who were taking music lessons. And so we raised funds to impart back into students who are coming up and coming students so that they can, in turn, give back to the community. So 
on this Sunday at 3 o'clock at the Greater Faith Calvary Pentecostal Church. We are honored and featuring, we'll be featuring the internationally acclaimed Tougaloo College Concert Choir. This is our third annual Black History Scholarship Program. And so we're excited to bring Tougaloo, uh, Tougaloo's Choir to Canton to uh, be a part of this scholarship uh, fundraiser. That sounds good. Um, Cynthia, can you give folks any, any, any information if they want to tour the city of Canton and visit some of the, uh, the, the places there? Sure, you can go to the Canton Convention and Visitors Bureau's website, um, ccvb.com. Uh, you can see all of the activities that are taking place. Also, they've got a, a very inter, a very enthusiastic Chamber of Commerce um, organization there, and they also are at the forefront of leading and participating and sponsoring activities throughout the city of Canton. So you can also check their website out. And then you can also go to our Facebook page, Canton Gospel Music Association. We participate in a lot of different activities. We, we sponsor and co-sponsor uh, and co-partner with a lot of the organizations there in Canton. So there's just a lot of great things taking place in Canton. Come to Canton, eat in Canton, shop in Canton, live in Canton, yeah. and uh, just to have a good, rich experience in Canton. Excellent. Cynthia, thank you so much for being in today. We really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. So such a pleasure to meet you. All right. Thank we're going to take a quick break and we get back. Uh, we have some calls to get to and we'll also learn about the help tour in Greenwood. Uh, this is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Kamel King. And today we're talking about uh, Mississippi's very vibrant film industry, movies in Mississippi. And uh, we have uh, Ward Emily on the phone who's going to talk with us a little bit about film in Mississippi. Ward, good morning. Thanks for being on today. Hey, y'all. How's it going? It is going great. Hey, we're having Ward. a hey, very hey. wonderful, healthy conversation about movies in Mississippi. Uh, Ward, what can you tell us about the, 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 the future of uh, movie making and filmmaking in Mississippi? Well, movies been, you know, the industry's been really strong over the last several years. And, uh, I mean, last year was as busy, the busiest year we've ever had. And we've just had three really good years. And, um, you know, and the towns like Canton and Natchez and the coast, the coast is especially busy. So, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, we have, uh, we are optimistic about it as it moves forward because it's really been growing. Uh, more and more people are working and, uh, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, you just had uh, uh, somebody from Canton on, and Canton has been a, a remarkable player with the soundstage and uh, and the square and just the just the support of that community there. But we find that all, all across the state, whether it's in Oxford or Natchez or on the coast or in the Delta, it's uh, you know our communities really love the movies. Absolutely. Now, can you talk about these uh, incentives? I know there's some kind of incentive, maybe a tax incentive that, uh, you know, makes Mississippi attractive for people to come here and make movies. Is that still in place? Um, it is. We have, uh, you know, a pretty strong incentive program that, uh, like most states, I think we're uh, back up to over 44 states, 43 states that have incentives. It is a, uh, you know, it's a competitive world out there. So, uh uh, and it's uh, and it's and we're able to attract the business using that, and we're actually able to grow the industry. We look at it as a, you know, as a business development program as much as anything else. It's something that's there that is creating the environment. So, um, 
you know, that's uh, it's a good thing and it's working. So um, and, and Ward, could you speak really quickly about the creative economy and how that's meshing with uh, independent filmmakers? Um, you know, is this a, is Mississippi a place that is uh, somewhere for them to, you know, make a movie and have some support for the financial backing or what? Well, I mean, that's the financial backing is growing beyond the incentive. Uh, we have more and more people who are telling their stories, and and that's the whole, and that's the bottom line of what we wanted to do, and that is help this next generation of Mississippi storytellers um, tell their stories on film, uh, and and uh, that's and and that's happening. I mean, we we talk about the creative economy, but I just talk about the economy. This is what these folks do, uh, and more and more. Young people are doing it, and uh, more and more old people are doing it. So um, it's it's a changing business. It changes all the time. The technology and automation are actually creating more jobs in the film industry, and uh, you know it's it's uh, it, it's working. Yeah. So uh, and it's and it you know and it adds you know and adds it adds to a community like Canton, and, and uh, you know it's adding to the coast and and to the Jackson area bringing people here, visitors, and, you know, people doing tours. I guess you're going to talk about the help. Yes. Um, and the remarkable tour that is. Now, I think you also had, as before I got on, you know, there were two questions about uh, a Robert Duvall film. Did y'all get the answer to that one? Is it tomorrow? I think, uh, it's, it's yeah, I got a text from tomorrow. Nina Parikh. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, filmed up in northeast Mississippi. And then Home from the Hill with Robert Mitchum and George Papard filmed in, in uh uh, Oxford, and I think they were in Clarksdale, though it might have been Greenwood or Greenville, but they did film in one of the one of the Delta towns. Excellent. Well, Ward, can you give us a, a, a number of people want to reach the film office or have any questions or comments about how to get involved? Well, they. Um, uh, I think the best thing is to go to our uh, um, to our website to www uh, org. Uh, you can sign up for our newsletter. If you've got experience in the film industry, you can, uh, uh, you know, sign up on our uh, our crew database, and uh, that um, that will get you involved. You'll start to hear more and more about what's going on uh, in Mississippi, casting and production and uh, uh, film events around the state. Uh, so uh, that's that's the best way in. All right. Ward, thank you so much for being on today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Ward. See you later. All right. Okay, uh, so we're going to hear from Danielle in just a moment about the HELP tour, but Van in Columbus has been on the line for a moment. Waiting. Good morning, Van. What do you have for us? Uh, You were asking about our favorite movies shot in Mississippi, and uh, I think I got maybe a three-way tie. I really like (laughs) The Hill. That's the one that Ward just mentioned, Uh, 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 an obscure Steve McQueen movie, The Reavers, was made down in Greenwood. Mm. That was like wow. 1969. And then I think everybody loves Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. All and right, a three-way favorite, tie. Uh, I, I guess my favorite uh, actor would be Dana Andrews. Okay. Hmm. Nice. Was, uh, back in the 30s and the 40s, kind of a big star. All right. Well, it sounds like you know your stuff, man. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, Daniel in Vicksburg wants to talk about a film event in Vicksburg. Good morning, Daniel. Hello. Hey. This is uh, Daniel Boone over in Vicksburg at the Strand Theater. Okay. Someone's at your door, Daniel. 
Open the door, Daniel. It's us. <laughs> what? When? When is the film event? I beg your pardon. When is the film event in Vicksburg? Ah, tomorrow we are having an all-day event at the Strand, which is in downtown Vicksburg. It's a showcase of Mississippi films. So it's just it's just what uh, Ward was talking about a few minutes ago that you've got people that just want. They, they just won't stop. So we've got uh, 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 young filmmakers. This is uh, probably going to be, uh, these are films from students. So we've got films from the Mississippi School of the Arts, student films. And we got, uh, it, it's, a, it's a filmmaker named Travis Mills who has curated a group of films that are all new and all made by Mississippians. All right. That's awesome. Sounds great, Daniel. <laughs> uh, we, we're, we're really glad you were listening. Noon tomorrow and run all day long. All right. Sounds Beautiful. good, Daniel. Uh, thank you for listening. That uh, that call came right on time. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you. All right. Uh, now we're going to go to our next guest. We've been uh, uh, promoting and teasing that we'll, we, we'd be talking about the HELP Tour in Greenwood. And Danielle Morgan is on the air to talk with us about that. Good morning to you, Danielle. Thanks for being on. Good morning from the Delta. All right. So tell us a little bit about this tour. Um, how long after the movie was finished and had gotten all this acclaim did the tour come about? Well, you know, it was it was pretty immediate as people had such an interest and the movie was such a smash hit. Um, you know, they filmed for four months in Greenwood and um, the economic impact was estimated at $17 million. So it was wow. it was wonderful for our community and um Everyone was really invested. And even even years later, people sometimes find it hard to believe how big of an attraction the tour still is. But it is still one of our biggest attractions that brings people to Greenwood. Danielle, can you paint a picture for our listeners just what the uh, tour is like? Sure, absolutely. We usually start out downtown and show um, how the the early production started with cast readings. And um, then we go by the historic Elk Lodge, which is the oldest Elk Lodge in Mississippi. Um, that was where they filmed the interior banquet scenes. Um, also, proceeds from the film went to renovate that building, so it was another wonderful thing for the community. It's now used for events and such. Um, then we'll, we'll swing by the courthouse where they did film the outdoor scene of the movie. It was one of the few shots people could see. It was filmed late at night, but people camped out and, and got to see a glimpse of Hollywood in action. Uh, then we'll, we'll head down Grand Boulevard where the famous, um, it's always a tour favorite to see Hilly's house where the toilets were on the lawn. Everybody seems to remember that. And, um, I always tell my people on my tour, everybody knows a hilly, and if you don't know them, then you are the hilly. <laughs> <laughs> now, Danielle, you guys don't serve any special pie along this tour, do you? We don't. Grill <laughs> has a mighty fine, uh, legitimate pie. So. Okay, it sounds good. Uh, so how often uh, are these tours happening, and do you see uh, lots and lots of tourists, uh, folks who are, well, of course you do, who are, who are not from the area, but have you been able to kind of keep a, a count of folks who are coming in to, to tour this particular one? Absolutely. You know, um, when people come to our office, we do a lot of step-on motor coach tours where um, bus companies, tour companies will come in and we'll step on and, and tour them around to help and throw a little Delta Blues in there, too, as well. Um, we actually have one today, a, 
a bus crew that's coming in. We're going to give a tour, and then we have another um, group from Louisiana tomorrow that we're going to we're going to give the help tour. So um, another thing is the Viking Cooking School offers a help cooking class. Oh, so it's hmm. a great experience to come do that and and get a tour and also learn how to make uh, fried chicken and and those pie, not many pie, but uh, chocolate pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, please keep Minnie's pie off the menu. All right. That's uh, right. Danielle, thank you so much for uh, calling in. And uh, did you want to leave any uh, contact information? Sure. Um, our website is visitgreenwood.com. We also have exploregreenwood.com as a way to kind of see a lot of um, different food and things to do around town. Um, I would just like to say, too, that we're so grateful to the film office and all they do for us. And um, the incentives are important, and we hope that that, that can continue. Um, we're ready We're ready to make more movies. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure you are. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for calling in today. We really appreciate it. Thank you all. Have a great day. You too. You too. All right, uh, so we're going to keep this train rolling. Our next stop is Ocean Springs. Daniel Lewis is a movie producer. He's on the line. He's going to tell us about the Mississippi River Shark movie. Good morning to you, Daniel. Thanks for being on. Oh, no worries. Uh, Good morning to you guys. All right, so you are a movie producer. Uh, Now, what's your involvement with the Mississippi River Shark? Did you produce or act in this one or what? Well, I'm... um I'm actually driving to Ocean Springs right now to head back to set. I, uh, I'm the producer of the film, um, and <laughs> I had to jump in last minute and actually replace one of our one of our day players, one of the guys that uh, he's noodling for catfish, and he sort of meets this maker when the shark uh, takes him and pulls him into the water. It's a pretty funny scene. Our stunt guy didn't show up on the day, so I had to jump in last minute. Oh, uh, wow. Made my acting debut on this one, which I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not that interested in getting in front of the camera. But uh, sometimes, if you have no other options, you have to just jump in there. So it was. It was fun. It was wow. Fun. Well, Daniel, tell us why you decided to make the film in Ocean Springs, or how did that come about? Well, you know, I've been doing this for right around nine or ten years. I'm born and raised in Louisiana. Um, live in Madisonville, Louisiana, right now with my family, which is about an hour and a half from the coast. Um, and I've produced right around 35 films for the domestic and international marketplace, uh, Lifetime, Hallmark, Sci-Fi. Um, and in Louisiana, the tax incentive program has been very, you know, very strong. And it's, it's why I got into the film business. I was actually working in the banking business Hmm. Right out of college in 2004, I graduated from LSU, and film wasn't even on my radar. And the incentive program brought so many uh, producers in from, you know, from L.A. And, and other places around the country and around the world, actually. And I was given an opportunity to leave the bank and sort of, you know, start working in the financial side of the business. Um, there was a startup, and I sort of worked my way through, uh, through the business over two to three years. Got a lot of good opportunities. Ended up partnering up with Ken Baddish, who's my partner at Active Entertainment. We produced uh, we produced 30 films in Louisiana. And when the tax credit program um, started going through a little bit of an evolutionary stage, and they made some shifts that created uncertainty for the business environment in Louisiana, I sort of I was staring at Mississippi and I was staring at Georgia mm-hmm. and, and other places, and I said, you know what? I mean, Mississippi's right next door. I've got a lot of crew that we've trained that are in New Orleans, that are in Baton Rouge, that I could 
I could, you know, still use those crew members because it's so close. Yeah. So I came, I came back over in June of last year, and I scouted the coast and, and fell in love with Gulfport and fell in love with the administration there, Billy Hughes and Chris Vines and Rebecca Cashdan and yeah. David Parker and all those guys. And, um, and Bill Webb, who works for the Film Commission on the coast, he sort of he put his grip around me and said, look, you guys, we want you here. We need you here. We need, we need help training the workforce. There's so many people that are excited about this industry. So, you know, please stay here and help grow this thing. And so we, we shot two thrillers mm-hmm. in Gulfport in, uh, in August. And uh, the shark movie came about while we were shooting those films. And I started scouting out the area and it went a little bit further down the coast and, and uh, fell in love with Ocean Springs. And Connie Moran and 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 um, uh, you know uh, uh, Jackson County Administrator Brian Fulton and and everybody over there has just been fantastic to work with, and you know we just really have, have loved loved the coast. Um, so that's sort of a long-winded answer to your question. No, it's a great answer. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, about how many more days of filming uh, do you have left? Well, we wrap on Sunday. Um, and then we have one more day of shooting that's going to take place on the steamboat Natchez in uh, in uh, in New Orleans. Um, but uh, yeah, we we will wrap this Sunday. Now, Daniel, so, do you have a tryout uh, that you're going to hold for students and coastal residents? Well, we um, on this movie, you know, we actually we've got a 35 man crew, and of the 35 uh, people, roughly 20. The 22 of them are Mississippi residents. Excellent. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. And also, we had an audition for cast. Um, and I ended up hiring, we have 23 speaking roles. And of the 23 speaking roles, um, only six of those people are from outside of the state of Mississippi. Wow. Um, and so we hired a lot of local coast folks and gave a lot of folks opportunities. And, and I have to be honest with you guys, I was, I was very nervous about hiring so many Mississippi locals. And it's not because it's a Mississippi thing. It's more of a, you know, the, the, the industry, you know, it's not, it's not where it needs to be yet. And we all see that and we all know that, but it is growing and there's so much excitement and there's, there's people that are just hungry for opportunity. And we gave a lot of folks opportunities and I have to tell you, I've been extremely impressed with the work ethic, with the skill, with Mm -hmm. the talent. Um, and, And, you know, I'm sort of, you know, I'm glad I was incorrect. I mean, my, my feelings of being nervous is just the fact that I've I've worked with the same team for 35 movies in Louisiana, yeah. you know? And um, for the two thrillers, we brought most of our people in. I mean, I gave I gave some folks some, some opportunities locally, but I was I was kind of set in my ways and and um, and really staring at this shark movie's budget, I said I can't I can't afford to, to to put so many people up and I really need to see if I can take advantage of of hiring, you know, local uh, local talent, whether it's cast or crew, and and look, we've really tapped into some really um, really solid folks, and and are excited about the uh, the industry and playing a part in growing the business here. 
Well, Daniel, I'm so glad that everything is working out uh, so well for you. Yes, and uh, we'll have to have you back on to talk a little bit more about uh, Mississippi River Shark when it's all done. Uh, but a quick Google, you can find out a little bit more about the movie. Daniel, thank you for being on, and I hope you enjoy your time on the set today. Camille King, thank you for being in today. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Sam Wells was our board operator. Sammy and Sam. Producer and Java Chapman uh, held down our phones. Coming up next, a Southern Remedy for...